Welcome back, sporting fans, to another episode of the Paint the Wall podcast. I, of course, as always, am your host, Steve, and I am joined again by a man who thinks Star Wars is a documentary, but I will continue to call him. I mean, it's very obvious that it's a documentary. I mean, if you really look around, like, there's lots of evidence to support that Star Wars happened. Um, You just have to know where to look for that evidence. And, uh, yeah, it's very clear that Star Wars is, in fact, a historical documentary. So, Well, I can't argue with that. I mean, uh, to be fair, I've never read or seen any research done to prove that it's not historically accurate. So, you know. Yep. All right, well, we are here today to talk about a football game that you happened know, this past we weekend. we are. I have a feeling the conversation will be short. I It probably will be, but uh, as you all know, uh, Sporting managed to win 4 to nothing this weekend. Uh, they had two different goals that were nominated for Goal of the Week and Lucas Rosa's 55 minute goal, one goal of the week. I don't know if you saw that uh, this morning, or I guess it was yesterday that was announced, uh, Logan. Um, But that is three wins in a row now for Sporting. Uh, Sorry, for Sporting KC2. Uh, Oh, we forgot to mention, we are now a Sporting KC2 (laughs) podcast uh, because they score goals and win matches. Um, We will henceforth be referring to them as their appropriate name that it never should have changed from. And that is the Swart Park Rangers, because that was the best name in the the second league. I don't know what they... The MLS Next League, is that what they call it? Yeah. MLS Next League, yes. Uh, we'll become avid supporters of the <laughs> weird jersey-wearing SKC2 slash Swart Park Rangers. Uh, because, frankly, I'm tired of talking about how miserable Sporting Kansas City look. You could probably get single. season tickets for pretty cheap, i got to imagine. Yeah, I probably could. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to look into it. But no, I guess we should touch on it. Sporting KC lose three nothing at San Jose, and it was yeah, miserable. yeah. There was a lot to hate from this game. A lot to hate, not a lot to love. But hit me with your opening um, thoughts from that game. Yeah, I mean, Senior opening thoughts I think are pretty simple. Uh, we looked miserable. Um, there was really nothing good to point to. Um. It was bad all around. Offensive performance was terrible. Defensive effort was terrible. The plays we got beat on were so, so simple. And we just looked like we didn't know what we were doing. Yep, I agree. We looked miserable. Our defense was slow, out of sync. Uh, The midfield couldn't seem to complete Mm -hmm. any passes or at least any useful passes for sure. Forwards couldn't generate any legit chances. It just... Yeah. Was weak all the way around. Uh, 38-minute, 38th-minute red card uh, by Castellanos. I haven't been, like, super impressed, but not, like, super whatever the opposite of impressed is by Castellanos yeah. since he started playing. But I think this really kind of showed more. I saw a lot of people talking on Twitter about this is what you get when you have USL ta- mm. talent playing in the MLS. Um, I, I just I don't know. It was just a poor play. Yeah. He didn't make any play on the ball. His entire intent was to bring mm-hmm. Ibobasi down, which, I mean, you know, just at least stick your foot right. out and make an effort so mm-hmm. maybe you don't get a red card. You're probably still giving up a penalty, but honestly, I'd rather have a penalty there than a direct yeah. point-blank shot on goal. 
but the but you know put your foot out so you can avoid the yeah. red card at least it was you know yeah it was an ugly play all around there was nothing good about that it was like you said there was no effort on the ball there was nothing i just i got nothing to say it was a terrible play um it was well deserved of a yeah, red card I, and a penalty um I I wish we lived in the era where they they had the the double jeopardy rules so we wouldn't have gotten both but unfortunately that's not a thing anymore so you know yeah I I I don't have a whole lot to say about this game I barely have anything positive uh Cam Duke did get a substitute yeah. at right back again. He did. Like he played a little bit last week. But I'll be completely honest, I was pretty much done paying attention to the game, so that's I have no idea how he looked or if he looked good or that's fair. if he made any plays. Uh, um, uh, the only other real positive I had, Felipe Hernandez looked Yeah, he looked, fi- he looked fine. He, he, was, he was fast. He generated or at least tried to generate some chances. He had a couple. He had mm-hmm. uh, two shots on goal. Um, official shots. He had se- a couple other shots yeah. that just got blocked by defenders, which I still credit him for, you know, trying mm-hmm. to create a chance there. But so he he looked decent, but that really that's that's the only positives, and I don't hesitate to even call them positives yeah. that I can come up with from that game. So um, I, I figured our opening thoughts were going to be uh, <laughs> yeah. pretty short here. So what I wanted what I want to do is pose Kay. a question for you here before we just transition straight into MVP Kay. MVP and move on. Um, I want to mm-hmm. pose a question here for you. Um, if you had to pick one thing to change about sporting that you think would potentially get us a win, what would you um, change? I mean, aside from Jake Reed being gone, um, yeah. Right, I mean about um, So that's the problem is I don't think our problem is our talent. Um, we have talented players, um, our problem is the system we are using and the the style of play that we're playing doesn't work in the in MLS anymore. Um, it is that build from the back, really slow possession holding offense doesn't work in MLS. Um, at least not anymore. It used to, but the way that the game is played has drastically changed. Um, and so, I I think talent wise we're there we have the players we're just not utilizing them and so i think if it's any one thing that has to change it's our style of play we have to be more aggressive we have to be more in their face you have to be when you get the ball you have to make a play you can't just pass it around the back get it to graham zussi so he can chip it in the box and then the keeper catch it or get deflected or whatever that just isn't working so for me i think that's it i think it's just the system that we're using right now just isn't working. I just don't think it's something that works in the MLS anymore. Uh, I like that one. Mine's mine's uh, pretty similar to that. Um, I, I noticed in the first first ten minutes or so of this game for San Jose, uh, we looked like we were playing a very different style of football, mm-hmm. of soccer, whatever whatever you as a listener want us to call it, uh, than we usually play. Kind of to your point. Uh, we weren't building out of the back so much as we, it was heavy pressure yeah. and we were just like right there. I think it kind of took San Jose off guard, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, I'd be tempted to say if we could have scored in that first 10 minutes, mm-hmm. we likely could have won this game. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, now, obviously there was a red card that changed a lot of things and that kind of, 
that kind of that could change the momentum and stuff there too. But yeah, uh, you know, I think I think San Jose, if we come out and we press hard, uh, like we did, and we manage to get a goal instead of where we are now with uh, press really hard, but we can't get a shot on goal, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we're playing against a different San Jose team that's like, well, we didn't expect this. Um, that's fair. So I I kind of agree with that. I think I I went a little bit more specific, um, but also I knew I was going to ask this question and you didn't, so I had a chance (laughs) to prepare more. Um, Yeah. I think on top of a different play style, like I said, I agree with you there, um, I would change our formation a little bit. Um, Even if it's just for a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. even even if it's just for like a game or two, um, I I would love to see like a four four two or even maybe like a four five one kind of thing, like an attacking four five one. Yeah. Um, or I guess maybe on paper it would look more like a four one two one two kind of thing. Yeah. Um, with like two strikers and a center attacking mid. Um, and yeah. then and then wing, uh, mids, but basically just a little bit more attacking pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pair that with how we did at the beginning of the game where it was go 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 push hard take the ball. You know, mm-hmm. don't let them pass midfield. Just push hard at the attack. You know, be aggressive on interceptions. Be aggressive on tackles. Not too aggressive, but aggressive enough that we're, like, trying mm-hmm. to get the ball back and force shots, force the ball into the goal. Because I think most teams that we play against are not going to react well to that, and we're going to end up scoring goals. And if we can score early goals, I think our defense is, in general, good enough we should be able to hold off. So, yeah. And, and I mean, to your point, I mean, we both, I mean, less than 10 minutes in the game, we both text each other. Um, you know, this is a good start. Definitely looks promising. And then literally two minutes later is the text of Welp. Yep. Like, bam, goal. Oh, yeah. all right. Um, so I think yeah. that definitely kind of changed. And I'll be totally honest. Uh, I don't really remember the first goal because the le- the rest of the game was so bad that I just... Mm-hmm. By the time I got to the end of the game, as soon as that final whistle blew, I turned my computer off and went to bed. I was like, I'm yep. done. I don't mm-hmm. want to do anything else tonight. So I barely remember the first goal. Um, yep. But it obviously was a momentum change and uh, kind of the opposite mm-hmm. of what we were going for. Try to score early and keep them on their toes, and instead they got a quick counter goal, and, well, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny. Mine's the exact opposite. I only remember the first goal because after the red card, I was scrolling TikTok for the next two hours. <laughs> With yeah, the I, game on. So I uh, tuned into. Uh, I'm pretty sure anybody who watches our uh, or listens to our podcast will know who Cavincho is. I turned into Cavincho and was watching his stream, um, especially yeah. after his big rant he had last week, where he went off <laughs> on the team. Uh, he was yeah. very calm this week because he was trying to uh, not have the same type of reaction. But yeah, I just yeah. I found no interest in watching the rest of the game, and then it just kept yeah. getting worse and worse and worse. And. Uh, I don't want to take too much time because I, I know we're already into our bit a little bit. Um, you asked a question. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, is it time for some dramatic uh, actions, statements, protests, whatever you want to call it from the supporters group? Um, do you think it's time for group demonstrations, walkouts, um, sitting in silence for the entire game, something of that nature to show this club that I don't, and it's frustrating because I don't think that they think it's fine. Like, I don't think they are saying, oh, it's fine that we're losing, but it doesn't seem that they care enough. Um, This has been a systemic problem in this club for 
many years where since 2015, we've not done anything. Um, we've not, I know we had the 2018 season where we made the, the conference finals. Um, but it's just never felt like we've truly competed for trophies and we have to show the, org- the, the leadership that it's time. So do you think it's time for, you know, some demonstration of some kind to show that this is unacceptable and something needs to change? I think that's a tough question to ask because of the problem that we're seeing is not necessarily it's not necessarily like bad things that the front office and like coaching staff are doing if that makes sense. It's more they're not doing things at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, for for example, the New York Red Bulls fan base just did a walkout uh this last weekend. Yeah. Um, that was because of things that the uh, MLS and their coach and the front office staff did not do. Mm-hmm. It didn't have anything to do with anything on the field, but it was stuff that they were not doing. Correct. So, like, our problem is nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Ours is we're unhappy because we're not winning. Now, I do right. think that our front office is making some efforts to try to fix things. Uh, I just don't think they're doing enough. So I think that's where it kind of becomes tough where it's like, you know, we can't say that they're not doing anything. They brought in Agata and Tommy last year. Yeah. Um, and it really paid off at the end of the year. I mean, all of us were super excited at the end of the year for the beginning of this year. I don't yeah. think I don't think they had any anticipation that Agata was going to come in and be pretty much useless and Tommy was going to be struggling. I, I wouldn't say he's useless, but he's, you know, not being as productive as he was. I don't think anybody yeah. really saw that coming. So I think they're kind of on their heels now with like, well, uh, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, a- and you have to pe- factor in that we also have lots of key injuries still. Uh, now a lot of them are coming back, but like, you know, the natural instinct would be, um, Tommy is not, Tommy's not what he was at the end of the season. He's not quite there. So maybe we f- sub him, sub somebody in for him and give them a couple games, but it's like, well, who, who do you put in that's not that has the same type of play style as him? Because that's because right. we need that. I mean, the answer's Gotti Kinda, but he's not ready to go yet. Or Radoha, maybe, but he's also injured. Mm-hmm. So, I think I don't know. I, it's really hard to answer that question. I think because it's like mm-hmm. they've they've tried to do a few things. I don't think they've done enough. But even some of the stuff that they have tried to do is still kind of limited by our injuries that we still have. So yeah. I just, I just think it's tough, you know. I don't you 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 mentioned the injuries a lot and I just don't buy injuries anymore. Our let's be honest, like we have a competitive starting 11. We have a starting 11 that should be able to rival any 11 in the league. Um this is as good as it's going to get. At this point we're just talking about substitutes. Um the talent is there. Um, yeah, Tommy may be a little bit rusty and he may be struggling and you know, Yukari could come in and maybe make a difference there. But the talent is there. We have the team to be able to compete in this league um, and it's just not happening. Um, and for me, I think that you know demonstrations and walkouts, I talk about that because there seems to be a systematic systemic systemic problem in this organization that nobody seems to care to fix it is the culture the the 
the drive, the fire, it just seems gone. I mean, even just going to Cauldron and sitting in the Cauldron, um, you know, listening to the Cauldron, it, the, everything just feels so empty and it just feels like we're missing the soul of this club. Um, and a lot of people, and I am starting to feel this way, point at Jake Reed as the problem along with Peter. I mean, I just don't think Peter is an adaptable coach. And I think that's why he's struggling currently. And I think Jake Reed has just built a uh, environment and a culture in this club. that just isn't good. It just doesn't feel like the same club. It was even three, four years ago. So I don't know. I'd say that's, that's true. Uh, I think your point about Peter is also good. I mean, the Peter one's hard to look at because Peter's not going anywhere. It's just not, there's no feasible way for him to go anywhere, so I I don't think yeah. that's I don't think that's changing. Um, Jake Reed, I mean, could that could be something, but at the same time, Jake Reed doesn't coach the team and he doesn't play the games. So p- part yeah. of part of my thought when you say that it feels like there's no fire and no soul left is like the soul comes from two different things. I think I genuinely believe the cauldron plays a big factor in home games anyway. Um, when the f- team has a lot of fire and there's there doesn't seem much of that and that's because the team is not playing well. So then you look at it as like, well, if the team's not playing well, is that all on the coach? And is that all on it's definitely not on the front office. They're not paying any attention during the games, let alone down there doing anything. You mm-hmm. know, you can make an argument that it's on the coach for not putting the right lineup out, but at the same time, to your point, um you know, our injuries at this point, other than maybe Gotti Kinda and probably our left back, whoever ends up playing there, um, are mostly subs, albeit important subs. They're not like they're not like a Cam Duke type of sub where it's like a lower level sometimes you play. These are like everyday subs coming in in big moments kind of subs. Sure. But but to your point, our starting lineup could be or should be a very good starting eleven on no any day of the week. Mm-hmm. So if they're not able to get up and want to play and have the fire that it takes to score these goals and want to be what we expect from them, mm-hmm. I think that's on players too. That's not that's not necessarily just on the coach, you know? That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. Something's got to change. Yeah, I agree. Something something has to change. Uh, I mean, to answer your question, do I think that a walkout will, will help? I don't know that it would. Uh, but I don't know necessarily that it wouldn't. Yeah. But I think I, I don't think just from interviews and other stuff that I've read and seen and watched on videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think even without staging some sort of walkout, like the team knows that the fans are not happy. They see yeah. the stuff that's on Twitter and on you know that mm-hmm. that we are saying and stuff like that. So I guess my main thought would be I don't know if the walkout's necessary. They already know what we're thinking. Yeah. So and I guess it's just that sign of. Um, you know, solidarity response and, you know, I don't know the right words for it, but I don't know. It's just a sign that we are united in this, that this is unacceptable and something has to give. Yeah. But anyway, we've ranted enough. Yeah, I agree. Let's uh, let's move on and close out this game. Uh, hit me yeah. with your MVP from this game. I don't think this will take very long. So Nope. My MVP, MVP um, is uh, the guy who was running the fog machine for San Jose because that dude was on it. I've seen a lot of games where like the fog is like super delayed or the smoke or fireworks or whatever it is. That dude, like the ball was crossing the line and the smoke was going off. So 
that dude was my MVP of the game because nobody on Sporting earned it. I uh, pretty much agree. I am almost, I would say almost certain that it's some sort of sensor and probably not a guy, but for the sake of we don't have any other MVPs, don't take this I'm just going to say it's a guy, and he's just no. sitting there with his hand on the button ready to go. I think it's a guy. Ready it's to a go. Guy. It's a guy. Don't. Or a girl. You know. It's a girl. Yeah, it's a guy yeah. or a girl. It's a person. Who's um, yours? Uh, my MVP, I the last couple games I feel like I've uh, done what you did. So I was like, all right, I'll 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 pick somebody from the team. <laughs> um, I've already mentioned him once. It's Felipe Hernandez. He seemed like he was the only one on the team that uh, wanted to play, frankly. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah he, he, does, he does look really fast. I don't really remember him being so fast and, like, agile and quick, but um, he, he was able to start chances. They didn't go anywhere, and he did have two shots. So yeah. I guess in the sake of got to pick somebody, I pick Felipe. There you go. Yeah, it really feels like uh, Felipe has come back from his suspension looking far better than um, I would have expected him to come back. So Yeah, I agree. Yep. All right, hit me with your not MVP. Who who, do, who are you the least impressed of from a team of least impressive people? Well, any I mean, any player who plays 31 minutes of the game and calls it a night um, is, for me, the MVP. Uh, Castellanos, like, that was just, it was an ugly play. It was a bad just everything about it was terrible. Um, and so, and he was part of the, the first goal. He wasn't the guy directly. I think that was a uh, volunteer, um, but Castellanos should have been there to make a play on the ball. So Castellanos. All right. I'll take that. Um, I went a s- just a slightly different uh, thing. Uh, I went with Daniel Shallowy again. Um, Honestly, the only stats that he put up for this game was that he committed a foul and he had a foul against him. Those are the only yeah. stats that he put up for this game. That's he had right. no shots. He's out of sync. His passes are terrible. He looks slow. He's always out of position. Yep. Uh, honestly, it's been a couple games that he's looked like this. Um, yep. And I think I think I'm pretty sure it was last game uh, that I was texting you about. Honestly, I, like Shallowy just looks like garbage mm-hmm. these last couple games, and I have not uh, been pleased with it. Um, on, frankly, I would not be very upset if they benched him for a game um, or even just made him come off the bench for a game mm-hmm. and we just kind of, you know, rewrote that a little bit. But at the same time, I, I don't know who you put it. Don't don't give me Kyrie starting and don't give me Janice because he's not doing anything either. So, Well, that's the problem is it's, it's Daniel or it's Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, I'd like I to guess. see Cam Duke up there. I think maybe Cam Duke could do – could uh, work with Johnny and with Johnny and uh, Polito up front, and maybe that'd be kind of cool to see. But apparently, maybe. we need him right back sometimes yeah. too. I don't, I don't know what you do, but yeah, that's my MVP, Daniel Shelley. Fair enough. All right, let's have some more. Let's actually have some fun now and move yeah. away from sporting for at least a while. I don't know what your good, bad, and ugly is, but uh, we'll <laughs> move away from it for a while. We'll go to the best of the rest. Uh, hit me with uh, some of the games that you enjoyed from this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the most uh, surprising story uh, scoreline of the weekend for me was St. Louis Cincinnati. Uh, St. Louis um, showing their home dominance, beating Cincinnati five to one, um, kind of shutting me up from last week, saying that uh, St. Louis was co- was coming back down. Um, yeah, apparently uh, not. A truly impressive win. Um, and I mean, Cincinnati is is second in the East. Like they are a good team. And so for them to get just trounced by St. Louis, that was an impressive result. 
um, Minnesota or, or sorry, uh, Portland, Seattle for one Portland. That's a, that's a big, big result for them. They've been having a struggling start to the season. Um, and then last one of note, the, we had the El Trafico, uh, LAFC beating LA Galaxy three to two, uh, LA Galaxy making it a much closer game than I think most people anticipated Galaxy, um, being the only other winless team in the league as of today. Um, and so the, uh, the fact that they even scored two goals and made it a three, two match is pretty impressive. So those are my, uh, interesting highlights. I like it. I had those. Uh, I had a couple other ones too. Um, the first of all, the Portland, uh, Portland Seattle game. Portland scored four goals in ten minutes. They yeah. were down one nothing and then scored four goals in ten minutes. That's crazy. That game was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, for yeah. Sure. El Trafico, uh, good as always. Um, quick note: that is uh, the first road win for LAFC over LA Galaxy ever. Interesting. I didn't know uh, that. And I thought. I thought I had heard somewhere that this is three El Traficos in a row for LAFC, but I could not find that to confirm it. So I don't know, maybe if you heard that too. I couldn't find it again, but I could have swore I heard that it's three in a row for LAFC. But I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, LAFC's been the dominant team for a while now. Yeah, so. I agree. But if that, that so if that's wrong, me. I'm sorry, but I could have swore I heard that <laughs> somewhere. I just couldn't find it again. But Sure. Um, Austin with another 0-0 draw. Yeah. Uh, this one over Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though, in this one, that this is uh, this makes a six-game unbeaten streak for Vancouver. So kind of a surging little Vancouver here at the beginning yeah. part of the season. Um, mm-hmm. Barrios with a stoppage time tying goal for the Colorado Rapids to mm-hmm. draw two-two with Charlotte, um, and Toronto with a late goal uh, in the ninety-fourth minute to tie Atlanta FC. Uh, yeah, I think I the saw rest of my best of the rest. Yeah, I think I saw four uh, stoppage minute either equalizers or go ahead goals this weekend. Um so pretty impressive weekend for the for the last minute goals. Yep. That uh that looks to I'm scrolling through the list right now. I see about four. Yeah. That I like pointing mm-hmm. those out because I just think stoppage time goals are cool. Um and also mm-hmm. I think it's annoying that we can't score goals, period, let alone in stoppage <laughs> time. Uh you know, We've whatever. never been a stoppage time. No, and that's team, true, and, and I do realize sad. that that is not generally when we score our goals. But uh, now yeah. we just don't score them at all. Anyway, uh, we didn't want to talk about sporting anymore, so <laughs> I'm we're I'm going to derail that real quick. Uh, let's go first to remind people PTW underscore Pod on Twitter. If you'll hit us up there, um, we would appreciate the follow and the share. Uh, Kevincho gave us a follow this weekend. Yeah. Nice shout out to him. Uh, hopefully he listens to this. He said he'd uh, give us a shot on our podcast. Maybe he'll like us. Uh, I know he in the past has complained about podcasts wanting to give us uh, credit. We are not giving credit this week. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, PTW underscore pod. Give us a follow. We would greatly appreciate it. Logan, yes, let's please. transition to our good, bad, and ugly. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. Uh, hit me with your good. What is it? Yeah. So my good... Um, it involves two teams that I hate, but one team I hate just a little bit more. Uh, and that is Portland putting the whooping on Seattle four to one. Um, just impressive win for Portland overall. Um, Seattle has looked pretty strong this season so far. Um, so for Portland to go four one against Seattle and I just really hate Seattle. So agree hundred percent. There's another Rudy Diaz goal though. There was another Rudy Diaz goal. 
I uh, have uh, always said that I I love Rui Diaz. I just wish he didn't play for Seattle so that I could root for yeah. him. But yeah. he is uh, he's a lot of fun to watch. I'm I'm I am a Rui Diaz fan, but I just hate that he plays for Seattle. But yeah. Um. Oh, I just I know this is totally off topic, but I just thought of this. Um, uh, breaking news today. Um, Mr. Dun, ben Sweats. Dun, dun, dun. Well, we need a breaking signed. news noise, right? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I, I totally blew the... No, blew go it. ahead. Breaking news. Nope. Mr. Ben Sweats has signed with New England Revolution, so we can expect a resurgence from Ben Sweats. Um, and I uh, I don't know what the spread is on him making the All-Star game, but I'd probably go ahead and put the money on that now. Oh, so. yeah, I cannot wait to watch him yeah. score and have an assist this weekend against us. Yeah, and probably have a score and assist in the uh, MLS Cup final because uh, you know that's just what former sporting players do. Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, totally off topic. I just thought of that and wanted to say it. No, that's uh, delightful. Uh, so yeah. my good, yeah, I'm giving it. Good. To, I'm giving it to Carlos Vela this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlos Vela had a heck of a now trafico. He had two goals and an assist on their third goal to to help again LAFC with their first road win at LA Galaxy, who are maybe worse than us. Who knows? Um, well, they have a win and we don't, so that's true. Um, or no, sorry. Or no, yeah, they have. They're, they're the only other winless team. Montreal is the team that's definitely worse than us, but doesn't have yeah. a win yet. So, or does have a win? Yeah. yeah. LA has a slightly better goal differential. That's the only reason they're be- yep. they're ahead of us on the table. Um, all right, hit me with your bad. What didn't you like this week? Um, my bad is um, a good disguised as a bad. Um, so we are recording this one day later than usual, uh, and that is because I went to the uh, Kansas City Royals game last night, and it was a uh, sporting Kansas City-themed night. Yes. So this is a good, um, because I really appreciate the Royals committing to the theme night. Yes, I agree. Um, and losing 4-0. Yes. Um, you know, you, you just love to see the appreciation to the bit. Yes. Um, you love to see a team truly embrace the theme night and the fact that they couldn't score either. It just made my heart happy. Yes. So the commitment to city unity is heartwarming. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, yeah. uh, the Royals, yes, also getting blanked, just like sporting does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four nil almost. Uh, if it wasn't for that home run in the third, um, it would have been the carbon copy score, and it would have just really wrapped up the weekend quite lovely. Yeah. Um, uh, but I did, I did get a no. Go I ahead. Get a t-shirt. I did get a t-shirt though. So you know. Hey, nothing wrong with t-shirts. You know. Yeah. Um, we're not a Royals podcast, but just for credit where it's due, Jordan Lyles threw a pretty good game last week or last night. He did. Yeah, Three-run um, three home run was three of the four runs. So yeah, exactly. and then a solo home run was the only thing else. So he actually yeah. threw a pretty good game. But he we did. just can't score. So well, you know. All right, my bad. I'm going to shift yeah. gears just a little bit here. Okay. My bad is the MLS as a league. Uh, issued a six-game ban for racist language used by forward Dante Van Zier. I'm sure a lot of people saw about this. This was a big story from last game. It was actually against San Jose and uh, Mr. Ibobasi, um, who I don't like, but I still don't feel like he should be treated the way he was treated. Uh, My bad is that the suspension was only six games. Uh, I think that is pathetic for a league that has a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to racism. Um, clearly that's not a thing. Also, uh, the player was not even removed from the game where it happened by his coach. Um, they have since issued apologies, which is, eh. 
Um, of course, they issued yeah. apologies. And I know the player stepped down from the team for this time during his uh, suspension. But mm-hmm. my bad is just MLS not being consistent. Frankly, I've always kind of found that MLS is kind of more of a forward-thinking and progressive league. Um, which which I have always appreciated about MLS and appreciated that that you know I'm an MLS fan so I like that they're more progressive and more you know forward thinking. This just seems like a step in the wrong direction that they have a mm-hmm. zero tolerance policy, but he gets just a six game suspension. And I, I know yeah. there's fines and he's got required counseling and stuff he has to do too, which is good. But still, mm-hmm. I just think they could have done no. could have done better. I completely agree. Um, and one super cool thing that MLS did that um, I didn't know about until after the fact, um, anybody who is um, familiar with Ramadan, um, basically, player, uh, well, if you're of the faith, you cannot eat or drink anything from sunup to sundown for uh, the entire month of Ramadan. Uh, well, that's been going on for the last month. Um and MLS instituted a drinking break as soon as sundown was to allow players that observed to be able to get food, a quick snack, get something to drink. Um, and I thought that was really cool because that is something that, honestly, they didn't need to do. Um, there was nobody you know, screaming about that. There was nobody upset about it. But they decided to do it anyway. So I thought that was super cool. Yep, I agree. That is, uh, that is pretty cool. But yeah. All right, well, uh, perfect transition. Uh, go ahead and hit me with your ugly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the place tonight. <laughs> um, my ugly, I mean, aside from Sporting Kansas City, but we're not talking about Sporting Kansas City, so moving on. Um, my ugly, I think, has to go to Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati, when you're second in the East, um, you don't go on the road to an expansion club and... Get beat 5-1. Now, granted, that expansion club is sitting on top of the West, but still. Um, So, Cincinnati, like, 5-1, that's that's not a good result. doesn't matter who you are. So, Cincinnati with the ugly for this week. Nice. Uh, My ugly is the exact same, honestly. I... uh, (laughs) I I don't even have a backup like I usually do. Um, I'll I'll take this Creed Humphrey because it was bad enough. I mean, since he yeah. getting crushed, they were actually in first at the time when they played. Um, oh, that's right. They the were. revs are right. in first now, but they're tied on Correct. points at seventeen, and the revs got uh, one point out of their draw. Mm. Um, they would have got three points, but uh, to our point earlier, Columbus Crew had a ninety eighth minute tying goal, um, so that dropped them that's two points. A but late one, but they're still in first, so. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough loss for a good team. But yeah, that's mm. my ugly. That was that's gross. At least yeah. it was to a good team. At least they didn't get beat by like I don't know Galaxy or Sporting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Man, uh, the first team, the first team that takes the loss to Sporting, they are getting the ugly for that week. Absolutely, <laughs> calling it right now. 100%. Although to be fair, I think in two weeks we uh or not this weekend, we're, but the weekend after, whenever we play the Montreal, I, I mean. That'll be the true test on if the season is in the dumpster or not. I agree. Hey, I'll be at that game. Hey, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's uh, let's get some this week's previews, and then we'll get these people out of here. Uh, sure. Foreshadowing event for you guys here. This isn't going to take long. No. Uh, go ahead, and we play the New England Revolution in New England yep. uh, this mm-hmm. week. They are first in the East. They are five, two, and one. Yeah. Uh, quick side notes that uh, I want to mention. Um, we have not beat the New England Revolution since September 16th, 2017. Oof. Um, I believe it's four games that we've played them since that time. 
Um, yeah. And we did have one four to four draw in 2019. Um, but the Revolution, 13 goals to our two, which, yes, is the same number of red cards that we have this year. <laughs> um, they have seven goals against to our 11. Uh, they have a plus six goal differential to our minus nine. Logan, go ahead. Prediction. How bad um, is it going to be? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be 3-0. Uh, I mean, we're going against the best team in the East, uh, and we're the worst team in the, in the West. We can't score. Um, our defense is porous and if it's anything less than than a three nil loss i'm gonna be excited um like it's it's just gonna be a bloodbath so yeah three nil is my prediction but uh, it could be four or five it could be anything yeah i agree i 100 percent knew that was going to be your prediction um so i went with three to one no, uh, just because go. I don't want to be the same. Um, <laughs> so I went with three to one, uh, and I can't wait to be super excited that we scored. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't wait to be super excited about a three yeah. one. Um, yeah. Quick point update: I'm pretty sure uh, we haven't really paid any attention to this, so I could be wrong. No, um, but I believe you got on the board this week. Uh, I know you got on the board. I just can't remember if you had any points going into this week. You know, that was the one bit that I was excited about, and it very quickly fell apart on us. Yeah, maybe I'll look it up one of these times. But right now <laughs> I have it, me two, you one, because uh, I can't remember if you got on the board. I know I have two points. Um, it, I think I have two points as well, but we'll have to go back. And yeah, listen. I'm going to say it's either two to one me or two to two. I just can't remember if you got one or not. Yeah. I listened back to the uh, the last three episodes, and you didn't get any from there, but I can't remember before that, so... Um, I will say one thing I noticed from last one. I uh, originally said three nothing San Jose. That is true. You and did. then I changed it to two to one because I <laughs> felt optimistic for some reason. But I for- totally forgot about that until I went back to listen. I was actually trying to listen at your prediction to see if you said uh. three nothing or not. And I listened to mine and I was like, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Love it. But anyway, that's what I got. Uh, yeah. I hope you, hope you guys uh, tune in next week so we can talk about how badly we get beat uh, mm. by the Revs. Maybe it'll shock us. I doubt it. Um, anyway, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us, listening to us. Yeah. Um, we've had some actually good um, feedback and good listener support these last few weeks. Honestly, for this whole podcast, it's been pretty awesome. Yeah. It's um, been awesome. We, we hit our highest number of listens with 20 on our last episode. Let's go. Uh, that's pretty cool. It makes us feel good. We like we like putting out content that people like to listen to. So um, hit us up on Twitter again, PTW underscore pod. Uh, Paint the Wall Podcast on Facebook if you want. Um, also, if you give us a review on Spotify, that'd be great. We currently have a five-star rating. I don't know if you've checked, but we do have a five-star rating, and that is 100% because I rated us a, a five-star. Um, <laughs> so I am the only rating, but we do have a five-star rating. So. Let's go. So actually, if nobody else wants to leave a rating, we're just, we'll be perfect for forever. Yeah, sure. Now, leave a rating if it's five. If it's four, maybe just go to Twitter and tell us why it's a four instead <laughs> of actually rating. Uh, no, we appreciate it, Logan. I appreciate you yes. hanging out with me here. Yeah, thanks, buddy. You too. Till next week. Hopefully this game isn't miserable. Peace out, everyone. See you. We've ranted enough.